Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 830 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We are going to speak with the statewide team for Donald Trump. The entire squad, the executive group, was in Hendricks County on Friday uh, at the Victory Center in Danville before heading out to Plainfield, uh, passing out signs, greeting and meeting uh, voters throughout uh, the Hendricks County area. And so we were invited out to the Victory Center to chat with them. We've got a great group of folks uh, that we're going to chat with today on the program. Uh, about Donald Trump, about the campaign, and about the operation here in Indiana. And our first two guests that we had a chance to sit down with, Rex Early and Vice Chairman Tony Samuel. Here's that conversation. All right, it's Donald Trump uh, Day on the show, and we have uh, two guys who have been working the state of Indiana very hard for the uh, Donald Trump campaign, Tony Samuel, Rex Early. Guys, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so Rex, I have heard about you for years and years and years, and I will say you are not nearly as crazy as your reputation led me to believe. You're a pretty great guy. Well, I'll have to work on that because <laughs> you've I, want, only, I want that crazy reputation. You've only spent a couple of minutes with him. <laughs> if you're in the car with him all day like I am, you'll see it. Now, you guys are uh, here in Hendricks County today. What are you doing? What are we doing? What are you doing? You're in we're, Hendricks we're, County. What are you doing? We're promoting uh, Trump. First and foremost, and uh, we we want to uh, uh, go down to the county chairman and uh, let let the, the the people that have uh, worked so hard in this campaign uh, to uh, to say thank you and don't give up the ship and let's keep going and uh, don't pay any attention to some of these polls. Uh, Trump is in good shape in Indiana, but we don't want to we we don't want to back off one iota. We're really uh, bringing retail politics back 
kind of like the song. Yeah. That other song. <laughs> and, and But like Rex is saying, uh, traveling the state, talking to not just the GOP folks and the county chairs. We're working with the county chairs very closely and, and working very closely with our state party chairman, Jeff Cardwell, who I know you'll hear from soon. Um, but meeting with everyone that's interested and all kinds of Trump supporters. We've got thousands of volunteers around the state who do a great job for us. So part of it is saying thank you to them. And then part of it is uh, getting out yard signs and just uh, building on that enthusiasm. Now, it has been a great uh, five months for me. And I really owe a lot of it to Tony because Tony helped get me the interview with Donald Trump. I remember uh, so, it well. so if I make something of myself in life, I'm going to owe uh, a large portion of that to you. Well, thanks. It was it was because of your good work. And uh, I was happy to help a little bit. But I know, I can tell you that I heard from the Trump campaign that he had a great time with that interview awesome. and, and uh, thought thought very highly of you, so you did a great job. It, it was, uh, I actually have on my Twitter, my description of myself on Twitter is Donald Trump once told me I was terrific. Yeah, so that's I what remember I tell that. People. I remember that. Hey, guys, let's uh, talk about this a little bit uh, before we get into, uh, you know, sort of the grassroots of, of the Trump campaign, because you guys are doing a great job here in Indiana. Thank you. Um, the Governor Pence the other night did a great job, and I'd be curious, Rex, start with you and then Tony. Uh, what you thought of uh, the governor's performance? Well, I've known I've known Mike forever and ever. I think thirty years, but I think that uh, his performance the other night was a one. I, I don't know how anybody could have watched that and and not think that uh, that he, that Mike was far and above his opponent as far as knowledge, as far as. Uh, doing, you know, I, I guess I was really upset with the his opponent because he, you know, he kept interrupting, interrupting, interrupting. And Mike is a gentleman, uh, although he got a few interruptions in. I was proud of that, <laughs> but uh, it was. Uh, uh, I think Mike did a good job, and uh, he's uh, he said the right things. Tony, your thoughts? Uh, ditto. Uh, Governor Pence was just so on point. And, you know, got the message out, the, the Trump-Pence message on the issues, but at the same time, his demeanor was perfect. Uh, the other guy, I can't think of his name, uh, uh, very obnoxious, always in row. I think 72 times yeah. is what they counted, 72 or 78 times. There's just no reason for that. And that's, a, 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 you know, just a, a planned strategy to distract and to distract from the issues. And Governor Pence, you know, he didn't have any of it. He, he got his message through, uh, battled through that, was uh, very direct and, you know, very serious. I think it helped. Uh, we've seen a, a, a jump back up in the poll numbers for Trump here in the last couple of days. And, and normally you might not think the VP debate or the candidates matter, but I really think this this one did, and uh, hats off to Governor Pence. Uh, you know, I have never had as much fun as I have with the Donald Trump campaign. I mean, from day one, like he comes to to Trump Tower and gives the speech. I'm like, I'm on board. Let's yeah, do it. Uh, this is this is my uh, this is my guy. I'm curious how both of you guys sort of got involved. Tony, I'll start with you, and then go to Rex. How well, you got involved with the campaign? Thanks. Uh, I, I think it's kind of an interesting story. Rex and I both got involved about the same time. He might have made the call to the Trump campaign a couple of weeks before I did, but we didn't know until seven or eight months ago, uh, back in February, we, we realized this, and we realized it because of our state chairman, Jeff Cardwell, uh, when I was talking to him about, hey, I'm kind of involved with the Trump campaign, I've been in touch, he said, well, Rex, early as, as well, you guys should, should talk about it, and we did. But both of us reached out back in September, October of last year, so right about a year ago, and stayed in touch. And then come uh, February, they started reaching out when the Indiana primary was getting closer, and we started working with, uh, with the national folks. And uh, Rex is responsible for hiring our great state director, Susie Suzanne Javorowski, but I'll let Rex talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, Rex, go ahead. Well, um I, I was obviously uh, w watched uh, the 17 starters, and uh, uh, I just agreed with what Trump was saying, uh, whether it was uh, uh, build the wall or whether it was jobs, 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 or whether it uh, was the military. And I, I'm really um, uh, concerned about our security of our country. I got, I got eight grandchildren. And uh, I want this to be a secure country. And uh, uh, what we've got now is is a little shaky, to say the least. You know, one of the things that I found about Mr. Trump uh, is he was so charming in person. 
and I, I I wish everybody got the chance to experience what I did meeting him. Um, and and I think the whole staff is that way. The whole staff was great. I mean, they were so uh, helpful, and and I'm sure you guys kind of wish everybody else could get to see that side of Donald Trump and his people too, and especially yeah. his family. And when people are downgrading. Mr. Trump, I said, look at his family. How, how, they, yeah. He's got a great family. You don't get a family like that if you're uh, running around and uh, not paying attention to him and so on and so forth. And uh, I think that's a big plus for him. I've got two quick stories. If yeah, you, if go we for it. Time. Well, one, he uh, Rex Rex is our leader, and we we our theme for our campaign is early for Trump because of Rex early, and we got on board early, and we ended the nomination process early in May instead of dragging out to the convention. Uh, we want to be the earliest uh, state on the board uh, November 8th for Trump and Pence. But um, in that, you know, a lot of work went into that, or is going into it. Um, when Mr. Trump was here for a fundraiser in Evansville in mid-August, I think it was, he recognized Rex in front of a crowd of people and uh, said a, twice brought, brought, brought Rex's name up and said, you know, it was very complimentary. And he has an affection for Indiana. He's got a very close friend who's part of our kind of inner circle, if you will. And that friend of his was talking about our team. This was back in April, and we were wanting to get Mr. Trump in early. Um, again, the word early, but uh, <laughs> he, he, he said to, to his friend, uh, give me Tony's number. And my name came up, and he said, give me his number. I'm going to call him right now. So I was sitting at my desk at home working, and a, the phone rings. It's a New York number. I thought, well, I don't know who this might be. So I wasn't going to. I did answer, luckily. And the voice says, Tony, this is Mr. Trump. <laughs> and I thought, no, it's it's a joke. But I thought, I don't know anybody in New York that will be pulling a, a prank on me. Like So I said, well, hello, sir. How are you? And as he kept talking, I realized it was him. And I said, oh, my gosh, it's you. You know, something silly like that. We talked for almost eight minutes. He asked about Indiana, how it's going, what needs to happen, that he was very uh, interested and uh, sincere about it. And that's the kind of person he is. So I made the point, we'd like to have you in uh, as early as possible, because if you remember, the uh, April 5th was the primary in Wisconsin, which Cruz won. And then folks were saying, oh, it's going to be all Cruz and Trump's on his way down. The 19th was coming up with the New York primary. Then after that, on the 26th, there were five mid-Atlantic states. And we wanted to get him in earlier, not after the 26th. He said, yeah, I need to get there. Um, we're going to make it happen. And he did. He came in the day after the New York primary on April 20th. We had a great rally. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. Um, great rally on the 20th at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Then he came back after the 26th, actually on the 27th, brought Bobby Knight with him. Which is Indianapolis, awesome. Evansville, did Terre Haute, and in the next couple of days did Fort Wayne, South Bend, all over the state. And, it, I mean, people love him here. Uh, it's going to be big for Trump here. But that's the kind of person he is. We've gotten to see it up close. Uh, very sincere and very, you know, genuine. I tell this story. My favorite part of doing the interview with Trump is, you know, they're very time-oriented, obviously, yeah. because he's got 10,000 things he's got to do that day. And uh, they said, uh, okay, hey, once the interview's over, you know, you got your 15 minutes, you've got to get out. So get the interview over, and I'm trying to be very quick because the lady in the back's giving me the signal. He keeps talking, yeah. and I'm sort of looking at the lady like, what do I do? He wants yeah. to keep talking. It just showed that he was a really genuine guy, and he, yeah. he, it was just really cool to sit there and talk to. Exactly. I'm glad you got to experience it, and then Susie will tell you the same thing because I remember their conversations, and he would just keep like, yeah. like that, asking her <laughs> how things are going and, and really interested in what all this and what she had to say. Okay, so again, our guest uh, right now, Tony Samuel, as well as Rex Early. They're with the Donald Trump campaign. They're in Hendricks County today uh, at the Victory Center uh, here in Danville. They're heading out to Plainfield after that. By the time this airs on Monday, we will have had a, another debate. Um, what are your thoughts uh, on what Mr. Trump has to do? And obviously we'll see if he, he's done it by the time uh, Monday night rolls around. Well, obviously he's got to make sure that he's not always on the defense. He's got to go on the offense. Uh, you know, he, he he didn't he didn't mention Benghazi. He didn't mention the, um, the her her lack of of I I, I can't even I can't even <laughs> consider what it was, it was so bad. Uh, our, our, All the corruption, our, our, our yeah. corruption, and the, and and our secrets were right. compromised thanks to her. And uh, he's got to get. I I think he needs to. To 
to, to go in that area. Yeah, and, and, and when she, she brings up about, he, he's, um, you know, uh, he's not good with women. Well, the, the, the whole family is, counting Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your thoughts, Tony. Uh, well, I was just going to say, uh, this, this uh, uh, forum for the second debate is, uh, I think, something he'll excel at because he's a people person just like we've been saying over yeah. the last few minutes and so it's a town townhouse style uh people don't trust hillary clinton because they know what she's like not just one-on-one -on -one, but they know what her character is they know how corrupt these folks are they know all about the scandals uh i think this kind of forum is is uh, exactly the, you know the right setting for him to come across because he's so genuine and a, a people person and truly cares about the American people. You know, one of the great things about this campaign, and I tell people this, there is a, this campaign's so interesting because there's you guys, which are the official campaign. You know, you're going to the official victory centers and things like that. But there is this aspect to this campaign that I've never seen before, even with Obama, which is there's like 15,000 Trump supporters out there who have sort of formed their own deal. Robert Crotty, who I know you guys know, is very uh, involved with that. And Julie Melvin and yeah. all, all those folks. And it's literally like, okay, we're going to take 100 signs and we'll be at this restaurant off Interstate 74 between 1 and 3. Come get your signs. And these people aren't even officially affiliated with you guys. They're out doing this on their own time. And, like, I'm getting sick of Crotty asking me to do videos for the grassroots people. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, right? Yeah. It's, it really is. There's folks just all over the place. There's a family friend of ours, Shubnam, who uh, they do uh, a bunch of music and, and songs and, and videos, and they have their own group. And you're like, right, Bob Crotty and, and all of these folks all over. And it's amazing what uh, the enthusiasm you see as we're traveling the state. We've done 17 of these meetings, and, and we, you know we'll probably hit close to or maybe half of the counties in the in the state and uh and the demand for yard signs and there's a black market for yard signs yeah. because people are stealing them and <laughs> and then selling them for <laughs> 25 dollars a yard D sign. dad's tempted to put an electrical wire around his because he's yeah. worried it's going to get stolen yeah yeah well and uh i i look back at the pre-primary when uh we had uh, him down to Devonsville. i'm a southern indiana guy if you can't tell yeah uh but uh, uh there were twenty thousand people uh, that showed up on, 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 in the streets were packed, uh, and it, it's it's. Um, I, I've been in a lot of elections. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was elected to the legislature in 1962, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's uh, they'll think I'm old. Uh, but uh, it's it was amazing, and it's it's it was all over uh, on, on the on. When when we had uh, Trump in here, yeah, uh, it's 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 been I've never I have never seen it I, the always, enthusiasm like it is. I've always said this about Trump, and one of the things that a lot of people don't who never get the chance to meet him that I found very compelling about him is, in a strange way, he's completely non-political. I think he just looks at things as, is this good? Is this bad? Does this work for America? If that happens to fall into the conservative ideology. That's great. If it doesn't, that's fine. I find that really compelling about somebody from uh, from the from the executive office. I Rex. think a, I think a lot of people find find it compelling, uh, and that is that is the I, I can see where people recognize that he is not a politician. He's not uh, schooled uh, like uh, Hil Hillary's been. Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a different world with him. But uh, I, I'm not sure that's not a plus. Yeah. He's a, he's a real, and we keep saying the word genuine, but he's a real person, and he talks like a real person, and that's why you have all of these real people yeah. you know, uh, coming out and doing all these things that they normally wouldn't do in an election cycle. Um, and then you still have some of the, uh, the politicians that don't get it, uh, yeah. and, and that's frustrating, but there's fewer and fewer of them, and there's so many masses of folks that do get it and, and do get him, and I think that's what's going to carry the day. All right, I want to close with this, guys, because we got two more great guests that are going to come on on our Donald Trump Day uh, here on uh, Central Indiana today. Uh, new poll out. It's still very close, and I imagine this reinforces to people, hey, we've got to work very hard to make sure Indiana goes for Donald Trump. Well, that's been our message all along. Every place we've gone, we said don't, don't let down, don't let down. Uh, I, I'm not sh so sure about that last poll, but uh, – it just a few days before that, he was up 15 yeah. points. And, and uh, so yeah, 
it it uh, it fluctuates. Yeah. Certainly. There there was a poll. Uh, Jeff Cardwell was just reminding us of this five days before the primary that showed Cruz up sixteen. Yeah. And look what happened. Uh, we, we don't. I don't believe that the, the latest poll at all. Uh, uh, we, we've seen like we've been talking about so much enthusiasm. You don't see it on the other side. Yeah, and it, it, again, uh, want to thank both of you guys and Tony. Personally, want to thank you because uh, it's made my career much. Uh, it's expedited my process through uh, the talk radio world. Being able to do that interview, and I'll never be able to thank you enough for, for well, making that happen. Thanks for, for keep up the great work, guys. Thanks Tony for saying that. Do anything to get on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rob. You're listening to Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. It's Donald Trump Day on the show as uh, we had the privilege on Friday of speaking with Donald Trump's Indiana executive team. They were in Danville doing an event at the Victory Center there. Just heard from Rex Early and Tony Samuel, two guys who were very involved with the campaign uh, during the primary process. Also had a chance to sit down with Susan Javorowski. She is the uh, state chairman for Donald Trump, as well as Jeff Cardwell, a veteran of the show. He's also the chairman of the Indiana Republican Party. Here's that conversation. All right, back here. Uh, from beautiful Danville, Indiana, part two of our uh, conversation today. It's Donald Trump Day on the show, speaking with Susan Javorowski. She's the uh, state chairman for uh, the Donald Trump campaign, as well as Jeff Cardwell. He's the state chairman for the Indiana Republican Party. Susan, how are you? Great, thank you. Jeff? Hey, I'm doing great. It's always good to be with you, Ralph. Hey, we love having you back. By the way, before we talk about Trump, great uh, day on the uh, State House uh, lawn the other day. Oh, it's fabulous. As, uh, thousands of people came out to uh, downtown Indy, and it was a beautiful day, and uh, we really enjoyed our time there. All right, uh, Susan, how did you get involved with the Donald Trump campaign? Well, I was very fortunate to have been working with Carly Fiorino when she was a candidate for president back in the spring and summer of last year. And uh, after she had dropped out of the race... Rex Early called me one day, and uh, Rex had been a big supporter of mine when I ran for state senate, and he thought uh, that I would be a good match for this campaign and asked me what I thought of Donald Trump, and I said, well, when it comes to the security of my family and my country, when it comes to jobs and the thought of Supreme Court justices, I think Donald Trump's the strongest person left standing. Now, Cardwell, you were like a big closet Trump fan because you got to be neutral during the primaries, right? Yes, I, I was neutral, and I wanted to, you know, do a good job as state chairman and, and make sure that we kept a level playing field for all the candidates coming across Indiana. One of the things I would tell a lot of people, it's Economic De Development 101. You know, we want all of the candidates to spend their money in Indiana. Right, because it's good for business. It's good for business. Yeah, the TV got rich up Indiana this that's year. That's right, yeah. that's right. It was good for business. And, it, you know, it's a really a historical time for Indiana. I mean, this was the first time that Indiana really ever had a say in a presidential election. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was historic, and it was so great the way it ended up. I'll tell you what, uh, why did you decide to join the campaign? Because you could have pretty, pretty much gone wherever you wanted after that, right? Well, I joined Donald Trump because I thought he was the strongest candidate. He definitely aligned with my conservative values. I have four children. I'm a very patriotic person, and he was the strongest candidate to stand up to make our country strong where it counts, and that's security and jobs and Supreme Court justices. All right, Jeff, take us through what the state is doing now, because you've got Trump at the top of the ticket. You've got then, and, and Trump's probably going to win and probably fairly easily we want everybody to you know keep going but but sure. he's probably going to do fine um and then you've got uh but you got two lo locked races right now one for governor one for senate how, how are you putting all this together well i think it's very important all these candidates are are working extremely hard and it's uh, very important for all of us with the trump campaign on down the the ticket um that we don't take anything for granted everybody's working hard they're working as they're the underdog and um and it's really good to see all the campaigns working together. And that's one of the themes that we're bringing together. I mean, we're working closely, Trump campaign, the Holcomb campaign, the Young campaign. All the ticket uh, is working together very closely. And uh, it's a very unique time. And it's a very historic time for Indiana. And uh, we're just, uh, we're glad to be along for the ride. And uh, as you said earlier, you know, having the opportunity when you interviewed uh, Donald Trump and there's what a, a great moment. Well, you know, there's a lot of history being made in Indiana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's very rare. And so we're very excited about it. And we've seen the enthusiasm all across the state. I mean, we go to these stops. We were just a week or so ago, we were in Bedford. And I, as I was talking to several of the people there that's been in politics 20 years, 
they said they have never in 20 years seen this type of turnout or this type of enthusiasm uh, coming to uh, the campaign stops. And so uh, we're just uh, really thrilled to be a part of it. And piggybacking off of what Jeff said, I think it's amazing because this is historic, but it's also very unique. The polls are always looking to people and calling those who they consider likely voters. Right. And I can tell you, I, I manage the Trump office that's located north of Indianapolis and Carmel, and we have hundreds of people come through there every day, and they do not seem to be the likely voters. Right. They are many of them people who come in and say, I've been a Democrat for the last 20 years, and I'm voting for Trump. Or they'll say, I haven't voted in 20 years, but this year I'm going to vote for Trump. And so we are working really closely with the other campaigns. Last night I was at an event where Janet Holcomb came and spoke, and she's an amazing woman, and she talked about the experience of her husband, Eric Holcomb, who's a lieutenant governor running for governor. His experience is unmatched. Uh, we're working closely with Todd Young's campaign. He's having a big women's event in uh, Hamilton County on October 20th, and we're doing everything we can to get the vote out for everybody all up and down the ticket. We've had a lot of support from Curtis Hill and working with Jennifer McCormick, and it's been a fabulous team, and they're going to be fabulous for Indiana. Uh, we had Young on the program the other day, and I told him, I said, it's unbelievable that this campaign, which he was down like 20 points when it started, is now one, one point. One point. It's neck and neck, and it, it, he's doing a fantastic job. And I think uh, he's, been a, he's got a proven track record in Congress, and he's working hard. Uh, he's a fighter, and uh, it's it's now showing in the polls. It's reflecting in the polls. But going back to something that uh, Susie was talking about with uh, some of these unlikely voters and the new people coming out, I mean, we're seeing that. And I, I think that's mm -hmm. why a lot of these polls have been so skewed. I right. mean, our phones are ringing off the hook. There's a great amount of enthusiasm. Uh, the people that's coming forward will tell you, you know, I've really never been involved in politics. But I think the one theme that I've caught in all of this, and I've said this many times, I know 36 years ago, the one question that won the election for Ronald Reagan was, are you better off today than you were four years ago? And I think the question today, do you feel safer today than you did eight years ago? And I think anybody that answers that question honestly will say, no, I do not. And do you want more of the same, or do you feel we need to change and, and do something different for safety in America? And I think that's one of the reasons that Donald Trump is resonating across our country and across the state of Indiana. What is the, uh, what is the dynamic like, and I'm curious because you've both, both been around state politics for a long time, where you've got a guy at the top of the ticket that is not the traditional Republican. It's not the, hey, the George Bush type guy where, hey, these are the sort of the core things that we're going to talk about. He's talking about new things. He's talking about different things. How do you parlay this different sort of guy who there are a lot of people who might be uh, have a tendency to vote Democrat down the rest of the ballot. How do you parlay this guy into a success for a Todd Young and for a Eric Holcomb and, and congressional candidates, et cetera? Mm -hmm. Well, it's part of what we've been doing and working together and leveraging the excitement from a new candidate, someone who's not part of the establishment, who comes in and can reach out and relate to people uh, all across the demographic spectrum. I mean, you'll see these large four by eight Trump signs in front of a very small, humble home and in front of a large mansion. And so what we try to do is then work together as a team and be at events like up in Fort yeah. Wayne last Friday mm -hmm. where we had Governor Pence. We were so blessed to have him come back in the state and he was supporting Todd Young and um, Eric Holcomb. And it was a fabulous event and everybody came together and got to know all the candidates. Yeah. And so we're trying to work together as a team to leverage that so everyone gets to meet all the candidates. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Trump also resonates with the people uh, because uh, he's got a real-life story of the American dream. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, it's uh, he's lived it. Uh, he's been very successful in a number of businesses, and he's had some that's not been successful. And that yeah. that's the true American yeah. story. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's been around long enough knows that you have ups and downs in businesses. Uh, but he's a fighter, and he's a winner, and uh, he's is very uh, passionate about the United States of America. I mean, he's a patriot. He absolutely is. If you've followed his career or ever go on YouTube and look back 20 years ago, and he often was asked the question during his meteoric rise as a real estate mogul in New York City, and he was just a magnetic personality then, and, and he is now. But a lot of people asked him, Barbara Walters, Oprah Winfrey, said, well, why don't you run for president? These sound like presidential things you're saying. And he said, 
I'm not so inclined to do that unless I feel the country really needs it. And he's come to that point where he really feels the country needs it. He loves this country. He loves his family. He wants to see it be as strong as possible. And and like Jeff was saying, I've met uh, Donald Trump also, and he is a down-to-earth just a dynamic personality. Yeah. The energy he brings. You've met him. He's, oh, he's yeah. fantastic. And he is as comfortable with billionaires as he is with bricklayers. Yeah. And he can talk to people in a way that resonates. He's not about uh, being a polished politician. He doesn't focus group all his words. He t- says what's on his mind. And people respond to that because it's the truth. And we have to look at things like um, where we get our energy sources and do what's best for America today. Because if our home is not safe, and stable, we cannot help people around the world. We want to be able to help people around the world, but we don't want our country to turn into an unsafe place for people to come and make their home. Again, our guest is uh, Indiana Republican Party Chairman <coughs> Jeff Cardwell. You're now a veteran of the show. We get to say veteran hey, of the there show, you go. Jeff, All Jeff right. Cardwell, as well as uh, Susan uh, Javorowski. She's the uh, state chairman for uh, for Donald uh, Donald Trump. How many broadcasters can get your name right consistently, like right out of the I game? think you're the only one. It's I, never I, happened. I feel like I'm doing really well. Great job. <laughs> um, uh, I got to admit now, and this will shock our audience, but I was wrong about something. I've got to admit, this is going to be big for me. Uh, you know, I was a big proponent. Is, of, is this breaking news? Here? This is breaking news. Right <laughs> breaking news. Okay. Listen up. I never admit I'm wrong about anything, but uh, I wanted uh, Gingrich uh, as vice president pick, not because I I love the governor. The governor. Mm-hmm. I love Governor Pence. I wanted him to be governor still of Indiana, and I, I thought uh, Gingrich would do a great job in the debates. I was so wrong. Governor Pence did so great, and uh, he, we are so proud he was, he was of awesome. Governor Pence. He was I awesome. Mean, he was. He did, a, he did a fantastic job, and it was great to see that uh, America uh, got to see uh, the, the Mike Pence that we all yeah. know and love for many, many years. It was awesome. Your thoughts? Well, I was very proud of the governor also, and, and I was born and raised in Virginia, so I talked to a lot of my family and friends back there, and they said, we wish our governor was half the man that your governor is. And I was proud to see that he was smart and steady, and he was able to stick to, as much as he could, stick to the platform and the, the issues, but also stood up for himself very well. And he, he was a gentleman, and he was very polished and professional, and I was he very proud He looked presidential. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, you know, because I want to see the Clintons get burned to the ground, and I felt Gingrich <laughs> was the best guy to help out with that. So, you know... Uh, okay, so Hendricks County, where a lot of our audience is, is a bright red state, mm-hmm. or bright red state, bright red county in a red state. And we love that. We, yeah, yes. it's, it's great. <laughs> so I'll ask you guys the same question we asked uh, Young the other day. How important is it to turn out people in Hendricks County? It's critically important, and that's exactly why we're taking the time to travel the state. Many people think, uh, and I've had people ask us, why are you guys working so hard to travel and reach every corner of the state? And it's really simple. I, we're not going to take anything for granted. I, I mean, America's future is at stake. Mark Warner's future is at stake. That's right. His his, his future is <laughs> always at stake, though, daily. Hey, you know, I, he came in, and he's so nice. And I, he's, I was talking to him before we went on air, and I said, Mark, I'm here for you today because I want to make sure Trump does well so that you have a future. So this is really about Mark Warner, isn't <laughs> there it? There you go. See, absolutely. It's all about Mark. Well, I think uh, back to your question about why do we work so hard, we we will work hard every single day up until and including the election day, because my concern is that people will just assume that Trump's going to win. Yeah. And we and cannot. And that's exactly right. That's what we, we've got to be careful of. We cannot no. take that for granted. And people listening to this program need to be talking to their neighbors, need to be talking to the people at their Rotary Club, Kiwanis Club, their, you know, co-workers at church. Uh, we need to get the word out. There is nothing more powerful than a third-party endorsement, a recommendation from a friend. That's so much better than all the money we spend on commercials or whatever we do. Sure. When you have that endorsement from a friend, that's priceless, and that's what we need people to be doing today. And on top of that, we have an extra challenge in that there's voter fraud happening yeah. right here in our state, and it's rampant. Yeah. And we don't want anyone's vote to be stolen. Everyone's vote is precious. Everyone's vote counts. And we need everyone to get out and vote for Donald Trump and Mike Pence. Well, I can assure you as a, a clerk worker at Lincoln 4 here in Hendricks County, there will be no voter fraud at Lincoln 4. I will I will man that fort. But you guys got to do the rest of it. Well, I and, you know, and that's very important, though, you know, because our polls are run by citizens within the community. And, uh, Rob, we thank you for your service in doing that. It's something that I've done uh, for many years as a precinct committeeman myself. But uh, my father, and I'm very grateful for my father who's still living, uh, fought in Korea 
and we have a lot of men and women that have uh, given and made so many sacrifices to give us this opportunity to vote. We got people that's defending freedom today, putting their lives on the line. And uh, it is a precious uh, gift that we have here in America. And so uh, we encourage people, you know, if, if they've never worked the polls before, this is a great opportunity. We're always looking for poll workers. And it, it will help us to make sure that there's no voter fraud when you've got people that's there watching and working the polls. All right, uh, final question. we got a month to go now, or we'll have inside of a month by the time this airs on Monday. What can people do in the final month? They're saying, hey, I'm paying attention now. First time, I'm, well, I'm looking. Oh, there's lots of things they can do. They can get out and help us put up signs. They can make phone calls. They can go knock on doors. Uh, it's very important that we activate everyone. Everyone has a role to play at every level. So uh, if you are concerned about the, the safety in America, if you're concerned about economic growth in America, uh, if you feel that uh, we need to go in a new direction, this is your opportunity to make a difference and get out and vote. That's exactly right, Jeff. And all people have to do is either contact their county Republican office to say, hey, how can I help out? How can I get involved? Or from anywhere, anyone can go to talk.donaldjtrump.com. What is that website? Talk donaldjtrump.com and that's the phone calling system it's very easy to join get online all you need is a laptop or a computer and your cell phone uh, your you will not use your own minutes your phone number will not come up it's all voice over ip anyone can do it it's easy and i challenge people to get on there today and make 20 calls for donald trump and mike pence and if you want more information about that you can go to indiana.gop go to our website we're here to serve and help at every level and if you didn't write down that uh, website for Donald J. Trump, you call, call us at the Indiana GOP and we will help you. And uh, by the way, Mark Warner is a great guy. He is. He's outstanding. He, he's a great guy. He's and over, he will help you. He's, so over, we, he's overpaid, but he's a great guy. There you go. We, <laughs> could, we could have everybody call Mark Warner at state headquarters and he will get them involved. Hey, guys, I want to again say thanks for doing this. And again, thank you to the, the Trump campaign because it was a wonderful moment for me personally professionally and thank you for allowing me to to do that interview i really appreciate it jeff thanks for being with us as well thank, thank you, you very Rob. much well that was susan javaroski as well as jeff cardwell uh Susan, the chairman for the uh, Donald Trump campaign here in Indiana. Of course, Jeff Cardwell, also the Indiana Republican Party chairman. And, uh, you know, it's nice, whether Democrats, Republicans, whatever, it's nice to get these folks out in Danville, out in Hendricks County, um, to uh, to be involved in the election process because it gives us us some publicity and, and also encourages folks to get out and vote regardless of who they're, uh, who they're voting for. So, again, this was Donald Trump Day on the show, talking with the executive team here in Indiana for Donald Trump. And I want to close the... The program today uh, with uh, replaying an interview that we did from back on May the 2nd, 2016, the day before the Indiana primary uh, took place. Uh, my interview with Donald Trump, and you know, we played it a couple times back on the show over the course of the last five months, and I do it because it was a very, very important event um, for me. It sort of re-ushered in my transition back into radio uh, as a full-time deal, and uh, it was just, it was really important and really special, and you know, we're sort of one big family here on uh, Central Indiana today, and uh, you guys make this show so great. And I do it. I do it for you. You know, I do it to be able to uh, disseminate information and provide transparency out to the community. But we sort of become one big family um, here on the show. And and this uh, this interview was so special to me, and so I love sharing it with you. So we'll wrap up our show today uh, by playing my interview with Donald Trump. Now, don't forget if you missed any part of today's show, you can check out the podcast anytime you want by logging on to SoundCloud or iTunes. You can just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show, go back and listen anytime you want. You can also check out a podcast at our website at wyrz.org. Click the Shows tab at the top of the page. Scroll down, find Central Indiana today. You can go back and listen anytime you want. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll close with my conversation with Donald Trump. We are speaking with uh, the man who has redefined uh, the political movement in this country, a hero of mine, Mr. Donald Trump. Mr. Trump, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much. It is a huge honor, and I want to say thank you on behalf of the millions of people out there, the voiceless folks who have looked for somebody to inspire them. Thank you for standing up for us. Well, hopefully they are voiceless no longer. Your your rallies are so wonderful. I was, uh, I've been at three of them so far. Good. The energy that we have at these rallies is so great. Why are people so drawn to Donald Trump, the candidate? I think more than anything else, they're tired of the lies of politicians. They just lie. 
I watched Ted Cruz. I watched what he said. Even this morning, I was watching what he was talking about with so many different things where they misrepresent positions. And it's really a terrible thing. And as an example, I'm totally going to repeal and replace Obamacare. And this morning, he says, Donald Trump loves Obamacare. I mean, it's just disgusting to hear it and to listen to it. But you do listen, and people are tired of listening to it. It's all, it's all rhetoric. It's all Frankly, in most cases, it's just lies, and people are tired of it. They're tired of receiving less money today than they received 18 years ago in terms of real wages. And yet people are making less money today. They're older. Maybe they're not feeling well, and they're working two jobs, and they're making less money. And we're going to bring our jobs back to this country, or we're going to make it just something very, very special again. Uh, day one, I saw your speech in New York, and I said, there is our next president of the United oh, States. Oh, wow. And, um, you and my wife. Yeah, caught, <laughs> caught, caught a lot of flack from a lot of people. But it has been a joy to talk about what you're going to do for America. And it's great to see people, especially in Indiana, coming on board with that. Why are people drawn to your message? What is Is it you or is it the message you're putting out there? Well, first of all, that's so nice what you just said. I really appreciate it. And there were a lot of people that were skeptical. They said, why would he do it and everything else? And I'm... I'm doing it because, you know, I'm putting something back because this country has been great to me and we're going to be able to really, really, I think you'll be even more impressed later on. But the message is really, I think, the, I, I assume I'm a good messenger, but that's what I am as a messenger. The message, nobody's been able to understand the message until over the last few months. And now it's too late for them because the people get it. And, you know, the people that don't understand the message, even if they say it, those people will never do it if they ever got elected. They'll never be able to do it. I've understood it at a gut level for a long time, for many years, and I've seen it. I almost ran last time, and I was almost going to you know, go against Romney. I think I would have beaten Romney easily, and I think I would have won the election. Romney let us down. He should have won that election. But it is, it is really a, a message, and I'm the messenger. And basically, we have to take our country back. We have to stop with all of this political correctness. We're afraid to open our mouths. I mean, you're afraid to even say anything nowadays. Uh, you end up, if you're in my world, you end up with front page news on something that's absolutely fine, what you said. So we're going we're gonna to straighten things out. We'll be saying Merry Christmas again, believe me. You have taken down some of the our country's greatest Republican politicians, one by one by one. Um, when you started this, did you think it would be everybody's going to gang up on Mr. Trump the way it was? Or, or how did you see this sort of unfolding? Well, I think I got him by surprise initially because most people thought I would be in it for a little while, have some fun and get out. This isn't fun. I mean, it's to me, it's a very hard job. It's work. And... Uh, but it's, you know, it's gratifying to see what's happened. And you're right. I took them out one by one by one. Nobody else took them out. I took them out. And then you wonder why they don't endorse me. Like, I took out Lindsey Graham very systematically. And, and frankly, he was easy. And then he gets on television all the time, and he just knocks me and criticizes me, and it's horrible. And he says the wrong thing. You know, he, he's been in charge to a certain extent of our strategy at war. And he'll say, I've been doing this for years. What is Trump now? Well, the fact is he has been doing it for years. We're in worse shape now than we were years ago because they don't know what they're doing. But, you know, you take people out like that, and then they forgot that Lindsey Graham was running. And he was pretty violently taken out. I mean, he went from 6% to nothing. And in his own state, he got practically nothing. I had 38, and he had almost nothing uh, in South Carolina. But people forget that he was a member. And, you know, it's amazing how quickly they forget, frankly. It's a little bit too unfortunate. I have to keep reminding them. But, you know, guys like that, uh, they get on television and they spew such hate. And it's only hate because they lost. You know, they lost. Jeb Bush, the same thing. I saw him on television recently, and he wasn't exactly positive. Although he did say it's a phenomenon what's happened. And, and I think it is. It is a phenomenon. It's been on Time Magazine cover many times. And it's been amazing. But the, pe the real thing that's a phenomenon is the people. Because they're rising up against politicians. And, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. You have been successful in, in pretty much everything you've done, and you are what a president should be. Great family, great businessman, very uh, philanthropic with, with, with your, your time and your energy and your money. Um, what do you think is your greatest attribute that you bring to the nation? Well, I understand the problem, and I'm going to be able to fix the problem. I mean, to be honest, it's a little bit like getting into a great college. Uh, getting into Harvard, I've always said, is probably, uh, definitely, it's a lot harder to get in than it is to stay there. Getting into the Wharton School of Finance, which is a very hard school to get into, is it's much harder to get in than it is to stay there once you're in. And I'll tell you what, it's very hard going through this horrible process because it is a very, very 
derogatory. You know, it's a nasty process. The the lies, and frankly, the lies from the media, what they do. I mean, what they say, and they'll they'll make up stories literally. So it's a very nasty process. But once we get there, it's it's common sense. It's so I fully understand it. I fully know why things are going so badly, and much of it is because special interest groups want them to go a certain way. Whereas I'm self-funding, so I don't worry about the special interest groups. I'm going to do what's right for the people. So I really think once we get there, it's going to be a beautiful thing to watch. Our guest is the next president of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Uh, You have been so gracious to Indiana, and I think it's great. A lot of politicians, they'll come to Indianapolis, they'll jet out. You have been uh, all over the state. You've been to Fort Wayne. You've been up north. You've been Terre Haute yesterday. Got to see you in the historic Terre Haute Theater. You really have a love for these states when you come into them, don't, don't you? And you get to know them. I do. And in the case of Indiana, I have so many friends that live here, and they're incredible people and successful people in pretty much all of the cases but very successful people. They work so hard. And I think that maybe helps in terms of Indiana that I have so many people that are friends that live here. But it's an amazing place, an amazing state, but its jobs are being taken out like candy from a baby. You know, you're losing your jobs. Your steel industry is a mess. It's what's happening to your steel industry is horrible, your coal industry. I mean, you have so many industries that are just getting clobbered. And it's a shame, but we're going to turn it around. A couple quick questions as we close here. Uh, You are part of one of the great stories of Indiana. It ended up being a a young man who was uh, an icon to millions of people after his his death and inspired a lot of people, Ryan White. And I just... so many people don't know the, the philanthropic nature of what you did for Ryan White and, and his family. And that's such a big story here. If you wouldn't mind, just, just touch on what touched your heart about Ryan White. Well, Ryan White really was an important story because he represented so many people. That was very early in the AIDS crisis. And Michael Jackson lived in Trump Tower, and I knew him very well. And he actually had a very big heart. I mean, he was a very different kind of a guy, but he had a very big heart. And uh, I was doing very well. And, you know, I've been doing things for a long time also. And... Michael asked me, would I go and see Ryan White? I said, who's Ryan White? Because Michael really, really felt very strongly about it. And he he explained it. And I said, well, that sounds good. I had no idea the importance. Ryan White's life was a very important life because it was at the beginning of the AIDS crisis. And uh, it was really almost the first one that I remember where it was such a, a big, big story. And Michael Jackson and I flew to Indiana and we met with Ryan and with his mother, who's a wonderful woman. And it was a very sad thing to see. And at those in that time, there was absolutely no cure. You couldn't, you couldn't do anything. There was nothing. And and Ryan ultimately died pretty quickly. But he was a great young guy, and he had such courage and everything else. And it was good. And I didn't even realize, but it was just brought up recently. And I, you know, I'm happy to have been a part of it. And you know, hopefully, we made a lot of people aware of what is going on with the AIDS crisis. Uh, Ryan White in a certain sense, led a great life and a very important life because he really did represent that early stages of, of AIDS and, and the horror, you know, the horror show that it is. I want to, want to close with this. And again, thank you so much for your very valuable time today. My first memory of you is your, uh, your uh, building hosted WrestleMania. And I remember it was so successful and it was so great. And then you participated in WrestleMania years later. Do you think there's anything you wouldn't be good at if you really set your mind to it? Is there anything you can think of? Well, I always say uh, you have to love it. And there are things that I really don't enjoy that I wouldn't be good at if you don't love it. But that was a lot of fun. And I guess I hosted a couple of the early ones. You look too young for that. You must have been very young when you went in. But uh, I did. I hosted a couple of the very early WrestleManias. And I starred in there all time. It was called the Battle of the Billionaires between Vince McMahon and myself. And that was their all-time, the biggest in history, WrestleMania to this day. That was about six, seven years ago. And that was in Detroit. And it was the largest crowd and the largest pay-per-view. It was the biggest one they've ever had to this date. But I've had uh, I, I've had a lot of fun with uh, Vince McMahon and the WWE, and I'm in the Hall of Fame, and you know a lot of good things have happened. But it's been a lot of fun. That's so nice that you remember, Mr. Trump. Again, I just want to close by thanking you. These past, uh, I guess it's almost 10 months, 11 months now, have been just such a joy to watch you shake up the political landscape, to divide the cartel that's really ruined our nation. And thank you for standing for for what's right, and and for the millions of people who don't have the privilege of talking to you. Thank you for what you've done for our nation. 
Well, I really appreciate how nice you are, and you know you're terrific. I wish I could have every interview just like this. Okay, that would be uh, that would be a great dream. But you really you know what's happening. I mean, you understand it, you get it. You're not doing it because you like me or you dislike me. You see what's happening in the world, and you see what's happening with our country. And so many bad things are happening. Our jobs are being taken away. Our military is so you know becoming weaker and weaker by the day. And we're going to turn it all around. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. This is Luke Stevenson for the Central Indiana Innovation Hub. Central Indiana Innovation Hub provides space for individuals to meet and network for business-related needs. Central Indiana Innovation Hub is located at 5250 East U.S. Highway 36, Suite 1101 in Avon. More information can be found at indianahub.com. Our phone number is 317-696-3050. Office hours are Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4. Tours of the facility are available. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.